0: Happy Thursday, everyone. I hope you've been having a great week. If you've been tuning in each day, you know that we've been keeping up in the vein of soul care. And Tanner did a great job yesterday talking about how the God of peace not only gives us peace, but makes us holy. And today we're gonna stay on that same topic of peace, only the scripture for today is Isaiah 26, three. It says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So taking a look at what is in this scripture, we see the promise of peace comes with two conditions, trust and fixed thoughts. You know, we will never have perfect peace if we don't trust God. And we develop or learn to trust God through a consistent personal relationship with Him. You know, oftentimes we don't experience peace because our thoughts are fixed on everything but God. We have so many things you know, trying to grab our attention in this world. We might fix our thoughts on the chaos around us um, and the chaos then gets inside of us and we feel anxious and nervous and wondering how life is gonna turn out, what's gonna happen next? Am I gonna have enough money? Am I gonna have enough this? Am I gonna have a relationship? All the different things that plague us. Maybe we struggle to trust God because life doesn't look the way we thought it would. And the enemy would love to have us believe that he's let us down in some way, that the Lord has let us down in some way, because maybe disaster strikes, a relationship ends, our health is, is struggling. Um, but the Word tells us that in this life, we will have trials and we will have struggles. It's a given. But a truth that is more powerful than that, than even our circumstances, is that he will never leave us or forsake us and like the scripture tells us he promises us perfect peace when we keep our thoughts on him when we focus on him and we trust in him so when we lack you know when we when we lack trust in god it's and we feel that anxiety kind of coming in and trying to attack us it's our cue to fix our eyes on god You know, when we do that, when we fix our eyes on who he is, what he has done in our lives, in the lives of others, through his word, we see how he has come through in so many ways. It's a reminder of how great and powerful he is. Our perspective begins to change. Our circumstances may not change right away, but our perspective begins to change and the peace then begins to follow. So, and when we lack trust, you know, in God, one thing that we can remind ourselves of is His love for us because He sent His Son to die on the cross, so that, and so we know we can trust Him. You know, I'm reminded of what uh, Tanner said a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday. He was uh, pe- preaching in the Sur- Summer on the Mount series, and he said, if God would die for me when I'm still a sinner. How much more can I trust him now that I'm a son or a daughter, that he is gonna work things together for my good and for his glory? So I think that's a big reminder. You know, whenever we're struggling and the enemy's coming at us with, hey, it didn't work out, this is another failure, or or things aren't going the way you thought, or the way you feel like you heard. You know, God is faithful. He died for us and he will continue to provide for us all along the way so a few great ways to like redirect your thoughts or fix your thoughts on god is through prayer and worship you know we are told in 1st thessalonians 517 to pray without ceasing i think god put that scripture in there because he knew the fiery darts of the enemy were just nonstop and they were going to keep coming that we were going to struggle and have anxious thoughts that come our way so our prayers our attitude of prayer our our lifestyle of prayer constantly speaking God's word over our life you know when the enemy comes just raising that shield of faith saying no this is what God's word says about me this is what God's word says about my situation that kind of prayerful attitude and prayerful lifestyle directs your thoughts right back to God. Another great tool is praise and worship. I think of a scripture, uh, a passage in scripture that I read in the One Year Bible just a few weeks ago, it's in Second Chronicles chapter 20. And it talks about how Jehoshaphat was being his nation was being attacked. And but God told him don't fear, don't fear. And they actually had praise and worship and directed their thoughts to God, focused in on God's goodness, worshiped Him, and the the Lord fought the battle for them. They didn't even have to lift the first sword. So that is super encouraging to us. When we worship God, He fights for us. Another thing that really helps to keep our thoughts on Him is godly community. This is so huge for me. You know, whenever I was preparing for this devotional, I was thinking about like some of um, the friends that I have in my life that I have a, a constant text thread with. We send pictures, we send scriptures, we send all the things funny things, silly things, spiritual things but it's having those godly girls in my life constantly reminding me of a scripture. It, it just keeps God at the forefront of my mind. It reminds me of His power, it reminds me of His goodness. And I can't tell you how many times they have sent me a text that was exactly what I needed in that moment, that reminded me of what God told me. And it just keeps that constant communication with God going. So I just wanna encourage you, pray without ceasing praise and worship and get in a godly community that might be text threads with friends phone calls small group whatever it looks like god knows and he will orchestrate that for you if you ask for it so i love that this scripture points to us shows us that not only are we promised peace we are promised perfect peace and i'm not sure if you guys have seen the television series, The Chosen. It's a really great series about the ministry of Jesus and the people he chose to be his disciples. And there's a scene in there where Simon, you know, he hasn't been dubbed Peter yet. Well, he's speaking with a Roman centurion and he's finishing the conversation. The centurion's walking through a hard season. So is Simon. But Simon speaks a blessing over him that just kind of comes out of habit because of the culture he was in. And he said, he told him, shalom, shalom, which means perfect peace. But the centurion didn't know that, and so he's like, well, why, did you, why do you guys say it twice? And so Simon explains to him, he says, well, to say it once means peace, but to say it twice means perfect peace. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go around telling people randomly shalom, shalom, um, especially in our culture today, it's not pretty common. I mean, you might get away with it at church, um, but if you live a life that's marked by the peace of God, that's marked by His perfect peace, because you've been in His presence, you've been praying, you've been worshiping, you've been reminding yourself, and you have other people reminding you of God's goodness and His power. When someone else that maybe isn't a part of the Christian culture that we know is going through something and you say, hey, I'm praying God's perfect peace for you in this season, and that He move in your life, they'll probably take notice. And it may open a door for you to share what you've learned and what you are practicing to stay in His perfect peace. So I just wanna encourage you today, you know, put your trust in God, fix your thoughts on Him, and then you will experience His perfect peace. And we're praying that for you today. We hope that you have a wonderful day and you guys tune in again tomorrow. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening.